Today's scripture is Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 through 33 and 44 through 52. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so the birds can come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a nest that was let down in the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in the baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things, Jesus asked? Yes, they replied. He said to them, therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Let us go to God in prayer. God, as we come before you, we... We want to answer yes, like the disciples. Have you understood all these things? But Lord, there's so much here that, that we still question. May you speak through these parables to us this day, showing us and leading us into the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God in this place and what is to come. Inspire our hearts, for we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Over the past couple weeks, we've listened to parables that have been found in Matthew's gospel, the 13th chapter. These parables honestly talk about seeds. And I hope that you hear a, different, a deeper message. Because if you come to listen to me talk about seeds, I am the worst gardener known to man and I've already failed you. My green plants are ones that I can dust, and they grow so beautifully right there in my office. But seeds have a, a deeper meaning in this passage. And again, this, these parables were shared, and there's more in them as well. But how we hear these parables really depends on the condition of our heart. Do we want to hear what is said. 
Do we want to interpret and understand what God is doing in our lives and in the lives of the people around us? Do we desire change? Because these parables specifically today identify and teach us about God's kingdom, but what they identify is us as children of that kingdom. We are part of something bigger than ourselves, thanks be to God. We're bigger than, than something that's just Pittman Park, Bullock County. We are part of something that's kingdom growth-minded, and I believe we're seeing it. But we want to be more involved, more connected, more drawn in to what God is challenging us to say and do. So the crucial component of receiving and, and understanding these parables of Jesus is everyone who has ears listen. So in Matthew's gospel, all throughout, there's this significant piece of hearing from God. The word listen in the 13th chapter alone is used 15 times. But he also uses the verb understand. Now, there's a difference. Trust me, I learned that this morning when I was like, children, it's time to get up. They heard me. They did not understand the nature of what I was saying until the fourth time, get out of bed now. That's when the understanding took place. There's a difference, right? We can hear, but do we understand the, the command of God? There are other things that we must remember as we hear these parables. That even though these stories are of the present kingdom of heaven, Jesus is explaining to us that they're here and now. They apply to us right where we are. So again, let's, let's go for a minute and go back to some of these passages. You've, you've heard some of these before, I'm sure. The kingdom of heaven is like a, a mustard seed that someone took and, and sowed in the field. And it tells us that it is the smallest of all seeds. I've seen smaller, just, just being truthful. But it's this tiny seed. Yet it tells us that when it grows, it grows into the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air can make its nest in the branches. I love the, the imagery of our, our flowers here today with the, the nest of birds. I don't know if that was even a plan, but whoever did it, thank you. That's a great connection. And so we, we know this tiny seed becomes something bigger. But it becomes something that can't be contained. You see, those tiny seeds fly in the wind and then it's everywhere. In fact, people would view mustard seeds and the, the growth from them as a weed. They're detrimental. It's a negative thing in this passage. But God says the kingdom of heaven is like this. So why would we view the kingdom of heaven as something negative? Because there are times in our lives where we think one thing, but God brings about the growth. God shows the good. We can let our 
worries, our fears, our aggravations challenge us in a way where we don't see the kingdom growth that God is doing. So a mustard seed, the tiniest of seeds into a a tree so much the birds have their nest. But another parable, these kind of come in pairs a little bit if you haven't noticed. The next one it talks about was the kingdom of heaven is like yeast. Now this isn't the the packet of yeast that you can go and it's ready to mix in. Those of you that are bakers, I I applaud you that you can, again, do something that I can't because that's an awful thing for my life. But, But baking bread was never my calling. But in this passage of Scripture, I was challenged because I've been to Costco, I've been to Sam's, but I have never once mixed in 60 pounds of flour in anything. And so I have questions from this passage that I'm going to ask God about. I'm probably not. But I would love to wonder why this was so much to take a a leftover, maybe a starter of of what's to come. All you need is a little piece and you can make more and more. But they add it to feed hundreds. Everybody here gets three loaves of bread to take home and more. This is taking something small and again, seeing the big. Do we look at the kingdom of heaven like that? The kingdom of heaven like like Pittman Park, the the small group of us that are gathered here. I'm not even going to say small, the great group of us that are gathered here. But how much more can it be if we are willing to understand the kingdom message given to us today to take and to grow as seeds planted by God, scattered in the wind, scattered to the Dominican Republic and Baharona to just pray over and heal people in need. But to go to the high school and the middle school and the elementary schools, to go into your places of work, Scatter the seed that God is growing inside of us. These aren't necessarily things that we can control. They are things that God is doing in and through us. So that's the first pair. We've got the pair of of the mustard seed and the the yeast or the leaven. Again, yeast would have been a negative thing. Think of, of Jewish culture. They had to get rid of all of that to celebrate Passover. And Jesus is saying, a woman takes this and makes something bigger. So something small becomes something so big. But then there's another story. The next pair that comes up. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field where someone found and hid. And then in his joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Now, I hear this and again I have questions. Because I wonder is, do we say the kingdom of heaven is like a trespasser? Because it wasn't his field to start off with, right? First of all, he found the treasure. What were you doing there? That's not yours. I tell my children, that's not yours. Put it down, right? 
We, we live in a world where we have rules and regulations and this is how it's supposed to be, but Jesus is breaking all of that from us. And he says, it's like somebody that was in a field. He finds this, this treasure and it's joy, joy within him that he goes and sells everything he has to go buy the field. Now, honestly, in, in Jewish culture back then, in the culture of the time, they lived in the finder's keeper's mentality. Yet he wanted to sell and, and own this. He wanted to give all that he had and embrace what, what he had found. What have you found in Christ? Do you remember that joy of saying yes to Christ? Have you found that? Is it worth enough to give everything you've got and totally own all that God has given you? Well, this goes with a, another pair, another parable. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. Now, I, I like pearls. My husband knows I like pearls, so it's an easy shop for me at Christmas and birthday and all that good stuff. But on finding that one pearl of great value, again, he does the same thing. He went and sold all that he had, and he bought it. He was, he was opening the pearls, opening the, the oysters where they are. There's a, if you go to, to Epcot at Disney World, there's the, the, in the Japan Pavilion, you can go in and you hear drums and, and beating and there's making, they're chanting, but there, there's these women behind a, a counter. If you go and buy the oyster, you can pick out which one you want, you open it up, and inside of every single one of them, there's a pearl, by the way. I don't know how they manage that, but they open it up and the pearl, and then each one is so special. They have a, a chant based off the color or the size and, oh, this is so beautiful. I've spent way too much money at the Japan Pavilion buying my special pearl. But is the kingdom of God like that for us? It can be something so small. But when put to use, when planted, when, when grown, it, it becomes something so expansive and big. Is the kingdom of heaven so much that, that you were wanting to give everything you have to be part of it, to connect in? Is God growing in you that love, that inspiration to, to be who he's called you to be? So buying the field, buying the pearl, it tells us that the kingdom of heaven has value. There's something important about it. Do we see the value? But then we have a little bit of a turn. In the next pairing of parables, they, they start to get a little judgmental. And we don't always like to be that. We don't always want to tell people that, that you've got to do this. I mean, our kids, I'm fine. I'm good at telling Addie and Lily Grace, get in line. Come on now. But other kids, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Because they're cuter, I don't know. But we get to this passage, 
And again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net. A net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put good in the baskets and threw out the bad. Do you remember just last week when Jonathan was preaching of separating the wheat and the tares? It's, it's pulling the, the good and the bad and letting God sort us out of the end. But it's this idea that defining what is bad within us and separating ourselves from it, challenging ourselves to not live in such a way, but to give glory and honor to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven is like this. And again, another parable as it goes on, the angels will come and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So we see these two parables, the pairs all the way together. We see that something small grows into something so big. We see these things that are worth so much in a person's life that they give everything just to be part of it and connect to it and have it in their life. But these two, these challenge us to, to get right. To know that there's, there's evil in the world, we know this, right? But too often we can say it's out there and not in here. That I'm not the problem. Now the good news is Jesus, as he's presenting these, he presents five joy-filled growth, exponential growth and value parables to the one of judgment and weeping and gnashing of teeth. But in doing so, he still challenges us to see the good, to see what we can be, to see what, what God is challenging us and growing in us. We have an assurance of faith by living in to what God has challenged and called us, he then asked, after sharing, not really explaining, but sharing all these parables found in Matthew chapter 13, he then asked, do you understand this? So do you understand? What are we called into? We can be that seed, that yeast. We, we can see what, with joy, the value of, of knowing God. But I think we can also sort out within us the, the evil and the righteousness. Do you understand there is work to be done? Do you understand that this isn't just for a future day up when we finally meet Christ face to face? But do you understand that this is for right now? This is where you are. This is your life. This is for your struggles. This is for your heartache and pain. 
that you can see something small become something big. You can see the joy of knowing God, and you can know that God is calling us out of our sin and into the life of love and connection with him. Do you understand that you are part of the kingdom of heaven? That by saying yes to God, you are growing in your faith. That you are growing in who he's asking you to be. That you are growing the kingdom of God because we don't just stay right here in our seats, but we become a movement of the growth and the love of God in our homes, in our work, in our jobs, our day-to-day life. We become a movement of God that cannot be quenched, that will grow exponentially that will have joy unending and that knows where good is and where evil is and we flee from it. You are part of God at work in this place and beyond. I got a little fired up, okay. (laughs) Do you understand the value that God sees in each and every one of you? It's not just the the 25 that are going to be doing amazing things in the DR this week. But the value of you as an individual, maybe as a student, as a parent, as a grandparent, as a teacher, as a lawyer, as, as people in the community here today, you part of that kingdom growth. You are part of the kingdom of God here. I pray that we all can say, yes, I understand. And we take that message, that love, that inspiration, and we let it grow in us with joy overflowing. Will you be the hands and feet of Christ? Will you go into the world and and even if some might see it as a negative, as a weed, as something that has to be thrown out before a celebration, but will you go and share what God is doing in your life? If you're watching at home and you find yourself not able to get out of bed, Share the kingdom of God right where you are. You are a value. Do you understand the calling God is putting in your heart and life this day? May we be like the the leaders or the scribes, as it says, and see that Jesus is doing a new thing as the old is in our lives and we give glory and honor to what he's saying and doing. Take this to the world, that sweet, blessed assurance that Jesus is here with you this day and every day. Join me as we pray. God, may we not just read these parables, 
but may we understand. God, may we see that that we want to put our faith and trust in you, giving of ourselves, giving what we have because of the joy of connecting in to the heart of God. Lord, call us, work in us, change us, open us. Just as a seed has to be broken open and die in order for plant and growth to come out, Lord, open us. May we die to self and the sinful nature of our lives and be grown in you, O Lord. And in doing so, the kingdom grows amongst us. Show us the way. Lead us with joy. And may we be the people of God you've called us to be here and tomorrow when we arise, wherever you've placed us that day, may we take to the world a message of your love and hope. Speak now into us, God, for we ask this in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.